This is Dawn Schuler, Certified Trainer and Business Consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. Today I'm going to talk to you about grocery shopping. Actually, not really. It's the setting for the episode today, but I do have to give you a little bit of background. So we have recently discovered a grocery store called Aldi. They're in 35 states in the, U- in the U.S., so you may or may not have one in your state. They were originally founded in Germany in the 1940s, and their mission has always been to offer low-cost goods. And while they were ridiculed back in the 40s and 50s for not having um, good quality products, um, they've changed that over the many decades since then. And I have to admit, I, not knowing anything about Aldi, not ever having gone in the store, not doing any research, I sort of had that idea too. Well, now I've gone and done some research because we've been going to Aldi. And it's one of the reasons is our favorite grocery store, Wegmans, is 25 minutes away from us. And we the only reason we go to that part of town is to go to Wegmans. So it's not as if it's on the way to somewhere or we pass by it somewhere else it's we only go to that part of town to go to Wegmans and 25 minutes there 25 minutes back you can imagine that's that's a bit of a that's a bit of a haul we live in this rural part of Maryland in the mountains on purpose because we love being near the mountains and we have this gorgeous view and the compromise is we have to drive Well, Aldi happens to be 15 minutes away, and it is on a road that we are on all the time going to our bank and other stores. It's the major thoroughfare from from our house to other parts of town, and so we pass by it all the time. One day we decided to go in, and my husband Mark was fascinated by how different it was, so he did some research, and I've done some research as well. They are committed to being efficient. Efficiency is one of their values. And they do this many ways. They have a lower footprint as far as real estate. The square footage of their stores are much smaller than others. Might mean that they don't carry as much as other stores do, but they do carry the absolute essentials. They don't use price tags. They just put the pallets and the boxes of the products on the shelf so there doesn't have to be time spent unpacking the boxes and the pallets. They, um, They don't have baggers. The cart system is this interesting... Uh, production where you have to put a quarter in to unlock it from the chain of carts and then when you put the cart back you get your quarter returned to you. Uh, What that does is it reduces having to pay any employees to go pick up carts and put them in. Every employee does every job so you've got a highly trained staff that can do everything. Um, they pay very good wages, usually higher than minimum wage. I was looking at uh, some information earlier, and there was someone who says they've been trying to get a job at Aldi, and they just, because it's such a highly sought-after job, it's very competitive. Um, They treat their people very, very well. So those are all really good reasons. The reason why... 
I'm doing an entire episode on this is we we were going to Aldi and for weeks they'd been out of half and half and I'm an avid tea drinker and Mark is an avid coffee drinker and we like half and half and they've been out of half and half for weeks so we go and they have half and half and so we go through the checkout process and the the cashier asks us if we found everything we said yes including half and half and she said my customers are so happy now that it's back that is what i want to talk to you about she said my customers i have no idea if this is part of all these training specifically as in when you refer to customers please refer to them as my customers or if part of their training is about empowerment in general or specifically about their task i suspect that it definitely is that because again every employee can do everything so they don't have to wait on a manager to approve something we uh, another visit to the store, we returned something and she just right there gave us store credit. She didn't have to get a manager's approval. And so whether it's because they specifically train their employees to take ownership of their job and their duties, or they say, here, we're going to equip you to do everything and you get to make decisions. And that is what's really important So this cashier said, my customers, and she had a sense of ownership about her job at Aldi, that that it was important. She has customers. It wasn't just the store who had customers, but she had customers. The other visit that I mentioned where we returned something, it was really odd. We returned something because Mark made a mistake in what he bought, so we returned it, and they have a... Um, double your money back return policy. And so she gave us twice our money back. We said, no, no, that was our fault. We got the wrong thing. Um, All we want to do is exchange it. And she said, no, this is our policy. (laughs) Okay. She said, "Ah, I'll just tell the manager it's, it's your husband's fault for getting the wrong thing. And she was laughing and we were laughing. But I thought about that. She didn't have to get approval for that. She jokingly said, ah, you know, I'll have I'll tell my manager it was it was your husband's fault. But probably she really wasn't going to have to justify that. Um, but I just thought that was amazing that she could just do that, didn't have to ask for permission, was empowered to make the right decision. That is key. Do people on your team, do people in your company feel One, a sense of ownership, and two, a sense of empowerment that they have the ability and the authority to make decisions. Or do they have to run every single decision and action through a supervisor or a manager? Because if that's the case, when I can't make a decision on my own without getting approval. That is the opposite of empowerment. I am powerless. And there's nothing more energy sucking in in your job, in your duties, in your career than 
feeling the soul sucked out of you because you have no power. And I don't care at what level we're talking. It can be an entry-level employee, obviously all the way up through the executive chain. Every position should have a level of empowerment. There should be a set of decisions and actions and choices that an employee in that position can make without having to get approval. One very logical reason to not have that structure where somebody can't make a decision without get, or getting an approval from the person uh, up the chain from them, talk about inefficiency. If your job as a manager is you have to keep granting permission and answering questions when your subordinates come to you because they aren't empowered to make the decisions themselves, that's what your job ends up being. And is that really supposed to be your job? So I challenge you to look at the staff in your organization. Are they empowered? Can they make decisions on their own? If as you're thinking about this and you say, oh gosh, no, I, I can't trust them to make decisions on their own, why is that? Do you not have the right people in the right seats? Are they not aligned with your organization's values? Are you micromanaging? Is there a culture of mistrust in your organization? A culture of trust, a culture of empowerment leads to happier, more engaged, more productive people who then become loyal to the organization. Think about that. If you have empowered me and I have autonomy and authority to make decisions within my job responsibilities, and I know that that's not always the case, and don't we all know that that's not always the case? I want to stay there, and I want to continue to be part of that organization because I've been empowered. So again, go back and look at, on a scale of one to 10, one being not empowered, and 10 being very much completely empowered, rate the people in your organization. If they're seven or higher, fabulous. If they're six or lower, what do you need to do to create that sense of empowerment? Could come down to you've got the wrong people in the wrong seats. It could come down to your values aren't clear, the values of the organization that is, aren't clear and certainly aren't being communicated and um, trickled and um, flowing down, down the ladder to everybody else. And maybe there's been a culture of mistrust that's been fostered. Those are all three problems that can be solved. And if you notice that you have any one of those problems or something similar, and you think the Schuler Group could help, please go to our website, www.theshulergroupllc.com, 
click on the button that says, you know, free strategy consultation, and let's have a conversation about what's going on and if we can help. Until next time, may you thrive.